Why, hello there, listeners. It is I, once again, DJ Starsage, coming to you from the chateau. Won't you join me as we catch up? You're in store for the next edition of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester. So how are you, and what have you been up to? I hope you've been mindful of others, staying safe, and keeping in touch with loved ones, and uh, touching base with friends, making sure they know that they're needed, wanted, loved, and valid. I I think I heard those phrases on TikTok. Yes, I'm on there, Uh, although not very often. Uh, You can, of course, look for DJ Star Sage. So, uh, today... I am coming to you from the parlor, as it were. Uh, you know, other folks might call it their living room, but it sounds a little bit more fancy. Uh, I was going to come to you from uh, our, our chariot, but, um, well, uh, Hobby has been borrowing my car, the Lady Demora, as uh, his seems to be... Um, having one of those once-in-a-while troubles. Uh, it's It's been a while. <laughs> and uh, I think that it's time for his muffler to get some attention. And no, that was not a euphemism, although <laughs> it's Sunday night, and <laughs> you merry folk know what that means. So, so <laughs> your imaginations can just wander. But anyways, uh, the muffler was a little bit uh, ambitious, so I wasn't going to try to compete with that and uh, I have uh, settled in from my little jaunt on errands to get groceries home and I am now settling in to to have a chit chat so I'm gonna try to bring you a little ASMR here did you hear that? That was the sound of, well, a soda or a pop bottle, as some of you might call it. Although uh, I I tend to uh, believe that up here in the northeast where I grew up, that's where the haystack is, uh, they probably call it pop, but, uh, well, you know, in the impressionable days of my youth, I spent a bit of time down there in the southwest, so I've taken to calling it soda instead sounds more grown up to me, but this is a bottle of Coca-Cola Starlight. Now, I don't know if you have this in your neck of the woods, um, but it's been out for a while now, perhaps a month or two, and uh, I just thought I would mention it because, uh, well, you know, as I am my father's child, uh, he had an adoration for all things that reminded him of his ute. His happy childhood days of skipping school and going to the movies. And of course, uh, you know, you can't get any more iconic than the refreshment stand at the movie theaters, which, you know, in the glory days and the days of old Hollywood, uh, it was usually supplied by the folks Coca-Cola. And uh, Coca-Cola Starlight is one of their new flavors of late. And um, if you haven't experienced it yet, I'm rather enjoying it. In fact, um, as you as you can tell, I'm 
smelling it like a fine wine here. And, uh, you know, this is not my first time having it, obviously, because uh, I'm enjoying it. But, um, you know, when you open it up, there is that smell of uh, graham crackers that brings you back to childhood. Now, uh, this is one of those mystery flavors that uh, everyone's wondering about. But uh, I've done some reading on the subject, and uh, everywhere I've looked, people have given their two cents, and I think I have to agree. It uh, makes me think it's a combination of cherry coke and, uh, you know, like a vanilla or a root beer cream soda. And I would tend to agree with that. Now, um... You know, depending on your palate, um, some of you might find it to have an odd taste, especially if you are one to, uh, you know, prefer your favorites untouched and unchanged, and you don't like it when they tinker with recipes. And, uh, you know, I don't often have a, uh, you know, a carbonated beverage, because, uh, well, I mean, okay. <laughs> I've been avoiding the scale more often than not these last couple of years of the pandemic, and uh, I've had a few more birthdays, so uh, I'm not quite as felt as uh, when I celebrated my accomplishment when uh, hubby was able to help me with the keto diet. But, uh, you know, every little bit uh, helps when you're trying to be mindful of your routines. And, uh, well, you know, uh, that's just a occasional treat for me. Uh, I tend to try to behave myself during the week. And that, of course, all depends on what hubby brings home from work and from <laughs> just the occasional stopover at the gas station. Because, you know, that's where the best snacks are. But uh, I try to behave myself during the week. Okay, so I can misbehave on the weekend. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still the, the Toys R Us kid at heart. And I like to spend my first day off, at least, on the weekend um, playing video games. And uh, sometimes watching kitty shows. Not kitty cat, although I watch a fair amount of those on TikTok. Um, <laughs> but, you know things that are youthful. So, uh, what have I been up to lately? Well, let me get over here to my list because I'm not always remembering. Okay, so I've been, uh, you know, trying to catch up on a few things. And uh, by that I mean shows, of course, but I am... Um, decided that I was no longer going to wait on a hubby because, uh, you know, sometimes you try to uh, have a routine, have a hobby, a habit of uh, doing things together when you're a couple. And, uh, you know, back in the day, you might have even had a, a TV buddy when you worked in an office with someone. And, uh, well... I just uh, decided that I was sort of tired of waiting <laughs> to get around to watching this or that. So one of the things that I recently decided to 
ripped the band-aid off of. It was a film that was on my watch list on Netflix. And I'd been meaning to get around to for a while. Um, this was a film from 2018. And it stars a 90s fame celebrity of actress Jennifer Aniston and um, a up-and-coming young talent named Danielle McDonald and it's a charming story about a young girl uh, a plus-size young girl who is lost when her favorite aunt who actually raised her passes away and uh, has to reconnect with her mother. Now, of course, the uh, crux of the story is that her mother is a beauty pageant winner, and through the course of the story, we learn uh, what the two have in common, but of course, we also challenge boundaries and expectations because uh, at one point, the uh, young girl... Um, whose nickname is the film, uh, the title of the film, Dumplin', decides to enter the beauty pageant uh, because she found out that her uh, dearly beloved late aunt once had uh, filled out a registration for the very pageant her mother had won. In this case, it was the aunt's sister. Very cute and charming film, and it had... Uh, Lots of heartwarming moments, especially when another girl in uh, the young lady's school who is a similar body type entered the contest. And, uh, you know, unlike her, she honestly just wanted to compete in the contest. She wasn't out to, you know, um, send a message to... uh, challenge authority but otherwise uh, it was also a nice little surprise in the film in that I'm winded spoke sorry I just ran up the stairs to check on a kitty (laughs) Um, one of the co-stars in this film a young lady named Odea Arash looks very much like a young Mila Kunis you know, the gal that was from that 70s show and these days is married to Ashton Kushner. Yes, yeah, so check out Dumplin' from 2018, available on Netflix. So uh, I've also caught up on a few other things, but just wanted to continue. Oh, there's my calico calling. I uh, just wanted to catch you up on a, a few issues. Um, just things we talk about now and then, and of course, Hubby and I are of a certain age, <laughs> and, and you know, no, we're not getting our AARP in the mail just yet, but uh, uh, as I understand it, that's not too far off, but um, you know, we've both been in jobs where uh, we were with our company, our employers, for more than a decade, and uh, well, you know, Hubby's actually on the on the downside of that because he had to start over, uh, of course, through the uh, the uh, events of the pandemic. But uh, I myself, I'm still with the same company. But either way, you you begin to challenge your thoughts 
on uh, you know your perceptions of of what you're accomplishing at certain stages of life you know you 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 meet that special someone you ask them to move in together and then maybe you might ask them to get married and you know sometimes you move on and uh, you you do more things like you buy a house together and you buy cars now we have not yet gotten to the point where we're buying a vacation home or an investment property or a boat no but you know we, we we've bought uh new siding for our home and we've had uh, a heating system put in and a septic tank so uh you know so we i feel that we've basically um funded some college funds here <laughs> but uh hubby he has his ups and downs with the shop around the corner and uh, while I did mention in the last episode here, or at least he may may have suggested that things have improved a bit there. Um, he's still quite frustrated because he spent half his working years in a retail environment. Uh, he, you know, it uh, is kind of a quietly kept secret, but uh, when he was in school, uh, he studied the early days of graphic design you know when when windows 95 and 98 were coming out back when uh, we didn't have pocket-sized computers yet and i know that there are those of you who uh, may have been in the uh, design industry when that reality hit and it certainly changed a lot of people's worlds well you know hubby uh he continued on in life working with the artistic parts of that and uh, has managed to be with companies that allowed him to explore his talents. However, more recent years, it's been more of a um, experience with running business, you know, in, in management type of things. And I feel that, or at least he feels that Perhaps maybe both of us. <laughs> that it's it's a, a time in his life where he doesn't want to be the the muscle, if you will. He doesn't want to be the one who is just you know uh, doing the grunt work and just making sure that the wheel is turning. He wants to be the one. Maybe that greases the wheel, you know? Maybe uh, delivers the wheel. <laughs> so we're not really sure where this is going to take him. You know, as uh, before he got a new boss, he was uh, a little disenchanted. He, uh, he revisits that avenue a few days a week, as it seems, because, um, you know, when you have co-workers who are um, not uh, <laughs> having a good work ethic, it's difficult to give things your, your all because uh, you feel like you're making up for the, the ones that aren't pulling their own weight. And, uh, well, you know, the, the, the right people on a team can make it more enjoyable. All I can hope is that that eventually changes and of course in the meantime he's he's applying to places but uh we we don't really have our hopes too high because um 
well. <laughs> Neither of us work in an industry where having a degree would, um, you know, uh, score us any points with the boss, really. I mean, these days, uh, you just try to keep the bills paid and, uh, you know, look for a decent wage and um, hope that you don't have to work a couple of jobs to keep food on the table and, you know, knock on wood, uh, we've been very fortunate in that regard, but, um, you know, we, we know that your luck can only run good for so long because we, we both have uh, <laughs> uh, Irish um, ancestry and, uh, you know, as those still waters run deep basically means there's probably a history of drinking and depression <laughs> being honest here folks but uh, you know you don't look a gift horse in the mouth and uh, we're just wondering when that horse is going to smile and we're going to see the toothless grin <laughs> you know at uh, the candy cupboard in my office upstairs here um, I've been getting along fine, you know, I've, I've uh, certainly come to the understanding that maybe there isn't something better out there, when the time comes it'll just be something different, and, you know, I think that I, for one, um, all I can really hope for is that when the time comes that the company says, uh, we don't need you anymore, that, uh, you know, maybe some palms can be greased or some uh, dark alleys can be explored and we can say, uh, can we cut a deal here because, um, you know, uh, I'm willing to keep working for you and take a pay cut and, uh, you know, maybe I will just go on my husband's insurance <laughs> if he's working somewhere of worth at the time because, uh, I'm sure we all know somebody who, um, you know, you're, they're partnered and they go on to their spouse's insurance because they have better coverage or maybe, um, you know, you uh, just uh, can't afford the uh, pay deduction because uh, you might have good coverage at work, but doesn't mean it won't cost you a pretty penny when it comes to your take-home. So that is certainly one possibility. Okay, so that's our not-quite-midlife job crisis. Again, I'm not in any hurry to move along. I'm basically uh, there until they threaten to turn off the lights. We just don't know when that's going to be, because... Um, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm not where they pay the light bill. And, uh, you know, you only get to learn these things when the suits come around. Because uh, they try to keep things quiet. And uh, there, are, there are layers, there are spheres of influence. And uh, we're pretty low on the totem pole there down in the engine room, if you know what I mean. <laughs> So, well, um, you know, let's um, tap this conversation up a little bit. Uh, you know, as I may have mentioned in a past episode of Matinee Minutia, yeah, I'm going to talk about that other show I do. Um, we, 
Last year talked about, uh, during Pride Month, June, talked about the 90s comedy Jeffrey. Well, you know, at a party, uh, the, you life is like a party where you have a balloon, and when it starts to, to lower and, you know, it's going to hit the floor, maybe you tap it up, and that's what life is, is that you, you, you're living to your best what you can, and with friends and family, you try to keep each other afloat. Well, uh, my happy thought often is, you know, those those distractions that I find myself exploring, and part of that is my morning, my daily routine, and I often try to watch something perhaps a little childish uh, before having to go to my version of the salt mines. Yes, I know, I, I work from home, but still, there's a metaphor in going up those stairs, people. <laughs> um, although I get to listen to my own music, and, uh, you know, I just have to be available when the phone rings, but uh, I digress. So, some of the things that I have enjoyed in my morning routines uh, during the pandemic, I finally got around to watching Sailor Moon. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that there are those of you who are just groaning right now, but for anybody who's a fan of animation and uh, perhaps grew up in the 90s, this is something that uh, is just very iconic. Now, of course, in more recent years, there's been a relaunch of it, but uh, I, uh, I got through Sailor Moon. It took me a little over a year or so because I didn't watch it every day. But after I finished it, I, I wanted something of, you know, of that, uh, sort of that ilk. And so I moved on and found a show called Card Captor Sakura. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, didn't have a team of people, but it was a, a young girl who was finding out that uh, she was special for different reasons, and she had to uh, save the day quite often, um, you know, under... Uh, disguise, basically. Uh, and more recently, I've discovered a cute program that uh, only had, I think, a couple of seasons. Uh, it's sort of the the marriage, if you will, of the, I think it was 80s uh, film called The Worst Witch and a little bit of Harry Potter mixed in together. It's called Little Witch Academia. And uh, this was a Japanese cartoon, uh, dubbed in English, of course, like many things. And um, it was a cute story of a young girl who was inspired by a performer to become a witch. Now, it was presented in the guise of the witch being more of a, a magician, you know, sleight of hand type of thing, but the girl decided that she wanted to grow up to be uh, a, a witch, a performer, and uh, she ended up finding her way to this uh, academy where there were all sorts of fun characters, including a headmaster that very closely resembled the character portrayed by Charlotte Ray of... of um, uh, <laughs> I try to remember the name of it now. Facts of Life fame. Facts of Life and uh, different strokes. But Charlotte Ray 
was a, a character, well, played a character in the iconic 80s film The Worst Witch, which also had um, uh, Tim Curry in it. But uh, Little, we- Little Witch Academia was a, an enjoyable two-season Japanese cartoon. These are both available on Netflix. And most recently, I've been watching a show called Komi, K-O-M-I, Can't Communicate. This is another Japanese program that I'm enjoying, and it's about um, a, uh, a teenaged girl who's in uh, junior high, and uh, she has uh, anxiety, social anxiety, as the show says, and every episode begins explaining that people who have anxiety uh, have problems communicating, that they don't necessarily not want to have friends, they just can't express themselves. And it's a really enjoyable show because this uh, young girl, she can't put her feelings into words, and she finds herself quite nervous in situations, and often ends up having to write things down. And her best friend, who's a boy, uh, that has a crush on her, uh, ends up explaining uh, what her intentions are. And through the course of the show, she eventually starts becoming more approachable and opening up. And uh, it's just a rather enjoyable show. Comey, K-O-M-I, Can't Communicate. Find that also on Netflix. And, uh, well, let's see here. Uh, I'm going to wrap up with a couple of things. Just uh, touch base on something Hubby mentioned. We continue to work on our house. And uh, over the last couple of months, Hubby has put his energy into working on our kitchen. And, uh, you know, this is sort of the, the, uh, the you know, initial um, impression people get of our home. Because with the layout of our house, you come in from the driveway and uh, our entrance is the kitchen. Now, there is a front door, of course, uh, on the other side, but, uh, you know, it's uh, not used. (laughs) We dug up the sidewalk, and uh, every once in a while we'll get a solicitor who decides to try and jump the moat. I say moat because uh, it's been dug out and rain collects in there, but uh, the entrance to our home is through the kitchen, where the garage and the, the driveway meet. And uh, when we bought this house, it had not really been redecorated much in the almost 60 years that it, since it had been built. It might have been updated once, but it was one of those uh, kitchens that was built in the 60s and the light in the ceiling was offset, meaning it was centered more towards the corner because there was once a breakfast nook there which no longer exists but um, for the longest time our kitchen was aspiring to be more and hubby actually learned through um, a a social media personality calling herself Anna White A-N-A so A-N-A dash White and I think it's dot com Anna White uh, who is a uh, in Alaska, uh, well, I, I want to say housewife, but of course she's much more than that. But she's an, a, a personality living in Alaska who teaches people how to 
modify kit furniture to be a little more ambitious and uh, she has some uh, plans, DIY plans out there for you to make some basic items through modest means and uh, help you learn how to make some uh, kitchen cabinets from some of her tutorials. Uh, and this is a few years ago now, but uh, you know, as the kitchen has aspired to be more, we have changed its direction with coats of paint, of course, like a coloring book, you know? And uh, up until recently, we were sort of stuck because, uh, you know, it's, it's like having the, the perfect pair of shoes or a perfect hat for an outfit. We couldn't find the light that we adored for our kitchen. We didn't want anything too fancy. We didn't want anything too plain. We, you know, of course, we had a direction we were going for. And of course, it most often happens with us. We didn't know what that was until we found it. Hubby found some uh, fixtures. That's the technical term for it in the, in the hardware business, I guess. Uh, fixtures online. Somebody had bought them and decided it wasn't quite them. And uh, rather than return it to the store, they sold them off of eBay. Yay! Because, you know, who wants to pay full price for things when uh, <laughs> you can get a deal? So, uh, we scored a rather beautiful, narrow, oval-shaped light that spans the length of our kitchen island. And what I enjoy most about it is not just its sleekness, but the fact that it's very stylish. Uh, it has dark metal to it, so it's almost a, a uh, oil-rubbed bronze, is the name they call these things. It's kind of a dark brown. <laughs> Hence the bronze, the goldish. But uh, it has prisms. You know what you see on those fancy chandeliers? Okay. To a small degree, it does look like we robbed a hotel ballroom, but it is not ginormous. It's so, let's see here, it's, it, it might be two and a half to three feet long, and um, oh, maybe a foot and a half wide, and it has these beautiful little um, sort of candelabra style um, sockets on the interior of it, you know, where you can put your your kind of candle-style lights. I think they, they call them candelabra lights or something, you know, where the, the top of the, the bulb comes to a tip like the flame of a candle. So, um, that, it has six of them, folks. We put in 60-watt bulbs, and uh, it was bright enough to perform surgery in our kitchen, and... Um, <laughs> I mean, technically, you kind of are performing surgery. If you have any skill in the kitchen besides, you know, heating up a TV dinner, um, it's great to have light, and that's not something that we've had, but uh, after a few days of uh, basking in the glow, of course, hubby had to, to uh, tone it down, literally, and uh, we, we got 40-watt bulbs, so... But... Uh, other than that, uh, we've been doing quite well with the kitchen, and we even scored a deal 
on a faucet. We had a faucet, and I think I mentioned this previously, that we were just getting by with. We bought it because we were on a budget and couldn't afford the one that we really wanted. Well, Hubby found a deal on that as well. And it's that same uh, oil-rubbed bronze, you know, the dark brownish. So uh, we're very pleased with that. It's very stylish. You didn't have to pay a pretty penny for it. And uh, when your kitchen becomes functional, it's just a happy accident when it also trends towards the beautiful. And I find myself enjoying being in this space more, uh, perhaps maybe because uh, <laughs> I'm not looming in the shadows when I'm, uh, you know, getting a dish or cleaning a dish or making food. But uh, it obviously, uh, you know, helps quite a lot to enjoy the place that you spend most of your time. So that is part of Hubby's um, ambition with our house. He knows that we've been lucky to, uh, you know, have the fortune, not that we have lots of money, we don't write, you know, we don't print our own money, folks, <laughs> but to, to be fortunate enough to, you know, uh, pay our bills and make ends meet, and uh, it may not always be the case, so he wants the house to be as pleasant as possible, uh, should the day come that we both have to work two jobs, because, you know... When you live in a blue state, the uh, the folks in corporate America like to remind you that you're lucky to have a job and that it's expensive to do business in your state because, you know, we, we have unions and uh, we have benefits and, well, yeah, we have rights, people. <laughs> All right, I've been uh, yammering on for long enough here, so shall I tell you about what's going on next time on that show I do with my... Nerd brother, my partner in crime, Mr. Copy Smelly. Well, in case you haven't been paying attention, next time on Matt Name Minutia, which is going to be Friday, April 18th at 9 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be discussing one of my favorite mid to late 90s uh, musicals, comedies. It, I think it's drama too, and it stars Mr. Michael Kane. Not in the lead role, per se, but uh, definitely a good supporting character. Along with up-and-coming, uh, if you're a fan of British comedy, um, she played the uh, these kind of ditzy assistant on Absolutely Fabulous, Jane Horrocks, in a film about a young girl who has lost her father at a young age and uh, gets through life by experiencing the music that he enjoyed. So drop by Matinee Minutia, M-A-T-I-N-E-E, Minutia, M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E, dot com. Click on the tower for audio, enter Discord for chat, or be bold and just like, check us out on YouTube, because we do do video, do 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 do. <laughs> and from time to time, I do something silly, which... You know, you, you can't see in the the podcast, of course. Uh, so definitely drop by and, uh, you know, find out what dark alleys we find ourselves going down as we discuss um, Little Voice from 1998, which also has a up-and-coming Ewan McGregor. 
And you won't want to miss that because, uh, well, it's just going to be a fun time. Well, um, tweet me on Twitter at DJ Starsage. Email me, djstarsage at gmail.com. That is all from now. Kisses uh, from the parlor. Ta-ta. This has been an Alibug production. Chubb's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast by Tommy Smelly. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti.